dark day. I don't know if it's something to celebrate or like Jesus got crucified on this day some 2021 years ago. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because like when I was growing up I went to Calvary Chapel and it's like for, for some reason like this day it was always like overcast. And I always like was, you know, you know, just thinking like, man, I wonder if it was like that back then. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a dark day in the sense of what happened. What is it? Almost two hundred thousand years ago. <laughs> two hundred thousand. Two hundred twenty two thousand. Two thousand twenty one years ago. Dude, that, well, I mean, he was a baby. That's when he was born. Okay, so minus so like, Jesus died when he was 33. 33? Yes. Okay. He's not like Jim Morrison or Amy Winehouse. Died at 27. No, no. Jesus had him beat. He was 33. How old was Kurt Cobain? <laughs> Hurt? Hurt Cobain? No, Kurt. Kurt Cobain, he was 27. That's weird. It is weird. 2 plus 7 is 9. That's true. And then <laughs> 7 minus 2 is 5. Which takes us back to Good Friday. Right, which is... Today it's 4-2. Okay. Which, you, if you add it, it's 6. Okay, but if you think about it... And then 21 minus... Oh, if you added 4-2, 21, what does that become? Which makes no sense. Okay, but... No, it's actually... If 4, 2, 21 would be 27. So, yeah. Okay. Bad at math. I, I didn't follow. I was thinking about... I was just messing around with the numbers, but... Yeah. Not good with numbers. Okay, but think about this. All right, let's think. Okay. Hold on. Thinking go. If... And this is totally blasphemy. Whoa. And I'm not trying to denigrate anyone's faith or beliefs or anything, but... Full disclaimer... Full disclaimer, if you're a sensitive person, a sensitive Christian, turn it off now. At least mute for now. Yeah. No, just turn it off because you're going to be offended by everything. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Jesus is the, the son of God or God incarnate, right? It's like, why is crucifixion such a terrible thing? Like if you if you know that you're going to heaven, like you know it in your bones and in your soul and in your whole being, and you know that no matter what happens to you in this earthly world, it's like why is the crucifixion such a a terrible thing? Well, this is interesting. So this goes back to last week's with Booby, right? And remember we're talking about destiny yeah well Jesus is all-knowing right he's the incarnate of God so he's all-knowing as well he knew he was gonna die as we all do right but he knew that he was sent to this world to die for all of our sins according to I don't know if it's Christian or Catholic or all of it but you know you get what I'm saying right like that's yeah. that's the story of Jesus and uh, it was his destiny. His fate 
was that day that he was betrayed by Judas Iscariot. Yeah. And he knew it was going to happen. It was sealed. And he knew. Before the crow, the crow crawls, whatever, three times, you will betray me. Or was that Peter? No, it was, it was Judas. No, Judas betrayed him. Judas betrayed Jesus, right? Oh, yeah. But Peter, like, he had the chance to stick up for Christ. Right. Right? And before the bird crowed three times, he he basically did not stick up for Jesus. Yeah. And then then when he didn't and it crowed, he was like, oh, shit. Right? I don't he, know, but he had a chance. He had. He could have changed. He could have changed his own destiny, dude. No, but you. No, he couldn't. Peter had to betray Jesus. Judas had to pray, betray Jesus. Just like Jesus had to die on the cross in order to forgive all men. In free order, us of the burden of sin. Free us of the burden of sin. But I don't. I don't know. Like I. I. I totally blaspheme. I. I believe. In the, in the teachings of Jesus Christ. And I believe that a man named Jesus Christ walked the earth. Yeah, as a historian, right? You understand that those stories are recorded, yeah. documented. I just, I, I don't know. Like, if there was this movie I watched a long time ago called Igby Goes Down. And it was and it was a Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, and the character was talking to a Catholic priest, and he was kind of saying what I was saying a little bit ago. He's just like, if, you know, if he's the son of man, and if he's some like super great person, it's like why why is getting crucified such a such a sacrifice? Why is it some kind of holy thing to die for men's sins if you know that you're going to go to heaven like I've thought about that before it's like if I knew if I knew 100% and I had 100% faith that I would go to heaven and I had and like God talked to me whether it was in a dream or in whatever and was like hey if you go up there on this cross and you suffer for all men's sins, then all men and women will be forgiven. I'd be like, you mean all I gotta do, I'm gonna go up there and suffer and die, and I'm gonna go to heaven, and I'm gonna be this symbol of of faith in God and Christianity and, and, and love and hope, and I'm gonna go to heaven. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. I would do it. I would sign up tomorrow. I would sign up tonight. Do you it, think that he did? I know that he did. Well, I'm just saying, like, you do you... I'm, I'm trying to understand your your statement. Is it, you know, why is it a bad thing? Not that it's a bad thing. Why... I don't know why it's such... Like, it, it seems to be an easy choice. I, I don't... I don't ever remember reading in the Bible that you know Jesus questioned what his purpose was or his duty was I mean he constantly in his parables was 
teaching people like look you know like against the Pharisees against the Sadducees like against everything that was going on he still said it with no it's like you follow all these gods I want to lead you to the real God the one true God yeah the one that is was and will always be yeah the Alpha and Omega right yeah and I'm not I'm not saying that the, the sacrifice wasn't great um, and and his and Jesus' teachings weren't profound or life changing or history changing or world changing because I think they were what I'm saying is is that if you had the same opportunity to die on the cross to to free mankind from all sin and and overcome death would you do it would I do it? Yeah, you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? So it's like, it doesn't take away from what it means and what this day means. It's just, I think when you put yourself in that position of, like, okay, I would, you know, I would suffer. I think the only difference between you and I doing it, at least for myself, is I'd probably be like, man, you know, this sucks while it's happening. You know, where I don't I, I don't remember reading that Jesus was saying ever that hey, No, but he said, like, Father, why have you forsaken me? Right? When he's on the cross. Yeah. Right? And so people use that as kind of like a, a, a an argument against the divinity of Christ. They'd be like, If you're the Son of God, then why are you asking the Father why why he's forsaken you because you should already know because you're the son of God you're part of the holy trinity yeah right and that's in scripture he's one of the three <laughs> the holy trinity right <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the trippiest one is the holy ghost yeah. I think that's the one that lives in all of us dude the father the son and the holy ghost it's like I'm not catholic but sometimes I wish I was Dude, I went to Catholic church before. That is a lot of work. Stand up, sit down, kneel, sit, stand, kneel, sit, stand. It's like, oh my God, I, I couldn't even catch up with the cues. You know, I was like, everybody was doing something, and I was like, way steps behind. I'm like, man, I'm trying my hardest. That was difficult. I used, so I used to go to, my, my parents were baptized Catholic. And a lot of my family is. And I, I, I was never baptized Catholic or anything. I don't even think I've ever been baptized. Other than when I baptized myself with my cousin, Gilby. You can do that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, you know. Okay, so me and my cousin were on this, like, my cousin Gilby, who is the son of my uncle Gilbert, my mother's brother, we... We were like into God and everything, and like, and we were searching for God, and we and we thought we found Him, and it's like you know what we're gonna baptize ourselves. So we crawled onto the roof of my parents' house, and we held hands and we looked at each other like, all right, we're gonna take this plunge for on the roof for God off yeah, the roof off the roof into the pool. Nice. We're gonna take this plunge for God, and we're gonna baptize ourselves. I'm like, are you in? He's like, yeah, I'm in. 
And then so we held hands and we jumped off the roof into the pool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But it's also terrible because I was a bad influence on my little cousin because I introduced him to marijuana and... Well, we don't need to go there. Well, I mean, it's just, that's the dichotomy, you know, as a sinner, as a man, as one who sins. And that's not the last sin that you're going to commit. No, sir. Well, I hope not. If that's, but if that is, if that's my worst sin, then eh, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad sin. Right? Well, if God created everything, right? And if he created... Hey, man, weed grows from the ground. If he, if he created marijuana. It's a flower. Some people have religious experiences with marijuana, and it changes their lives. Right? And mushrooms, and acid, ecstasy. No, I think acid is man-made. Yeah. Right? It's made, it's chemical. Mushrooms are, are natural. Therefore, they... Logically speaking, they come from what God made, right? But using that same reason, God also made poisons. And he also made things. So you have to pick and choose what you ingest or what you smoke. If you smoke marijuana, you get high, you feel good. If you eat mushrooms, you have a You, have you can also eat marijuana. You can, you, well, you can eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can stick your head up a cow's ass, but you know, I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. So it's just like complicated thing, it's right? Very complicated. It's complicated, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's as simple. Do you think that we overcomplicate it? Me and you? No, I mean we probably definitely do. I mean, I don't know. I think I think that comes with free will, right? So I think the whole story of like going back to Jesus and Good Friday and going on the cross. I think it's an example of one choosing and knowing that your sacrifice will mean something. And I think we all choose and we all know that we have to sacrifice for something. And whether or not you choose to sacrifice or like you you take the Judas Iscariot route or the, the Peter route and you betray what you know. Oh, that's interesting. That's a deep thought, dude. Because you can take that into context of almost any part of life, right? Like, you know, parents. You know, we live in an age where there's a lot of single parents, whether they're male or female. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you have single dads out there? You know, they're not just single moms out there. They're single dads, too. Yep. You know, and they're everybody's working just as hard for their kid. And you talk about the sacrifices that those ones have to make. I mean, it's hard enough being married and making these choices and sacrifices for your kids and you know I know I never do enough you know in a relationship right like you know you always feel like you're the one who's doing more but um the sacrifices that you do for your kids and you know the things that you sacrifice the things that you're going to buy so that you can buy your kids something instead you know yeah Big, big time and that's and that's the thing is like I don't like I don't know if 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 the Bible is literal or if it's just symbolic in a I way I question it myself which which you should question it like that's that's part of the seeking of, of humanity that's part of everything that's within us to question 
It's like when like last week when we were talking with John about destiny. He was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't. I think you cannot believe in destiny and free will at the same time. I think they're 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 totally opposing mindsets and philosophies and ideologies and and worldviews, right? Because if you have free will, like the Bible says, and if you have a choice. And you can choose to be crucified on the cross, or you can choose to not be. That means you have no destiny. That 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 means the choice is within you. So, do you believe that there is a destiny? No, I don't. I believe there's free will, right? And I and I think the the, the part where I get to digress, like back to last week's episode. Is that the, the part that I have so much problem with is that like we, we call destiny as if like things are just happening to us. Like I think he's confused on the word and that's why I'll always debate him and I'll debate anyone on that. It's like, oh, it's just my destiny. It was meant to happen. Right? But it, it was it was Jesus's destiny to die on the cross. You know, it's. The, the future is written. I'm going to be on the right side of history. It's like nobody knows that. If you believe in God, nobody knows what's going to happen. But you have to believe that you have a choice. Like you can, we, we get stuck into these modes of being to where we feel like fate and destiny are happening to us. Right? Like we, we have to go to work. We have to raise our kids. You don't have to. But you don't, exactly, you don't have to. Going back to a couple episodes, like, you don't have to be a slave. You have a choice. You have free will. Right? And that, and that's the thing that separates human beings with consciousness and what I would call a soul. The ability to choose. Because if you have destiny, you have no choice. All you have is is what's laid out in front of you, like animals, right? I believe animals are have a have a touch of God and a spirit and and a, a spark of God that is within them, and they're representative of the light that you know the life force. But they don't have a choice. I don't believe animals have a choice. I don't believe animals have a choice in the same way that Jesus had a choice, in the same way that you have a choice, in the same way that I have a choice. They have instincts. A baby bear is born, right? A baby boy, a baby bear knows what to do. A giraffe falls out six feet from his mother's, <laughs> goes on the ground. Motherfucker's walking within two, you know, two minutes, right? A dogs, they they just go. They they can survive. They Are can they do blind. When they're first born, are dogs? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not an ophthalmologist. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? They, they have instincts in the same way to where a human baby does not have those same instincts. Human babies are helpless. Yes, in the same way that other mammals are not. That's interesting. I never really thought about that one. Yeah, maybe you should consider it. Right? Yeah. Even though mammals have the same characteristics... Why do you think that is? God. 
what they just got. What else is there to say? No, I'm just kidding. Right? No, because I, I don't know why. Maybe, like, if you were going to... Okay, devil's advocate to my own argument. If, if you were going to say... This is Oshel Rushman speaking. Yeah. If, if you were going to say that um, the reason that human beings are different from other animals and their, their relative insecurity when they're born, you know, in comparison to other mammals is due to the, the, the large brain function of them, right? Like, so, I, I don't, I don't know, like, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's way beyond my intellectual understanding, like, comprehension. The, but I was hoping that you had an answer to it, because I, no, I, I, I never even thought about that. But anyone who tells you they have an answer, it is full of shit. It's like, I don't no, know. They might have the answer. I mean, they got more than I have. I, I just understood the concept. I've totally overlooked that my whole life. Right. Human beings are helpless when they're born. Yeah. I missed out on that. I watched my daughter be born. Yeah. Never once even thought about it. Yeah. You know? I mean... But you... But as as a father, you understood that you were responsible for your children. You understood that they were helpless. And without you and your wife, the mother of your children they would perish within days, if not hours. Yeah. Right? And I don't I don't know that we can ascribe the same type of responsibility or understanding to other animals. I don't know if we can do that. Because it, it, it seems to me, from everything I understand, and I'm by no means a, you know, a bio... Uh, a biological scientist or one who a zoologist one who studies animals I cannot speak to all the other species but from everything I understand I don't believe that every animal is as is helpless as a human baby is when they're born right like there's there ain't no fucking hospitals in the wild for wild animals they just fucking, they live or they make it, right? Right. Like, yeah, the birds leave their babies in a nest and other birds come and eat them. While the mom's going out to get them food. But maybe but maybe that's why they they generate so many offspring, right? It's like, why, are, why is there so many sea turtles that are born that make it to the sea? A thousand, and this is totally just... I obviously don't know the clear numbers, but say there's a hundred baby sea turtles that are born, right? And they crawl up onto the land, blah, 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 and they lay the eggs, and then the baby sea turtles are born, and then they just know which way to go to the ocean. Without a doctor, without a mother, without a father. And maybe 10 of them make it. 10% survival rate, right? But those 10%, they go out into the ocean, they mate again, they go back to the same exact fucking place, and they lay the eggs, and a hundred more babies are laid, times a hundred sea turtles, equals a thousand sea turtles, which is their race and their species regenerating, right? 
And so maybe there's a 90% failure rate of sea turtles dying and 10% live. And nobody's helping them. But they're born with that instinct. And maybe that's evolution. Evolution of going back to the same place. Why do birds, you know, fly south in the winter and north, you know? Why? How do all these animals know? Have an instinct. An and instinct. We don't. Yeah. And but maybe what what are the human instincts? Maybe humans have instincts, and maybe we just fuck up the instincts, but with all this language and culture and rules and all this shit, and maybe maybe we have an instinct. All right, let's stop and think about it. What what do you think is a human instinct? To survive. To mate. <coughs> 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 to continue the species. To care. To care for the young. To defend what's yours. To defend your property. Property could be you know, your head. Your, your stone. Your stick. Your cave. Yeah. Your house. Yeah. Your belongings, the things that you work for, or the yeah. things that you, you know, it doesn't have to be a job that you work for it. Like your little piece. You found you found a stick and you made a you know spear out of it. Mm -hmm. Someone came up, tried to take it. Hey, no, that's my spear. I spent seven days doing it. Yeah. So, and some other monkey comes up and is like, "Hey, that's a cool spear. I'm gonna take it." All right. All right guess we're gonna fight about it. No. Animals do that. So, okay, right. so that's an instinct. What else? You're, you're doing pretty good at this. Yeah, but at our, at our most base, fundamental level, we're like the animals. Right, well, I mean, that, that's like, where you're trying to keep the comparison at, right? Right, we like, we like so we, we're, we're similar to the animals, other mammals, in the sense that we give birth, we, we, we feed at, on the mother's milk, the mammary glands, the life source. <laughs> Sucking the teeth. Sucking the teeth. Right? But that's what mammals do. And and we can make, we can, like, you can have this very uh, scientific or um, what I would say is a negative viewpoint of humanity. And be like, nah, we're just a bunch of monkeys, man. Dogs are better than people. Like, you hear that sometimes, you know? It's just we're all just a bunch of animals like there's no difference between us and them and you know what 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 makes people different from animals well I think that's something to be noticed in, in what's happening right now and you know you brought it up before like that's what's going on in this culture right now but I think what I'm seeing a lot in this culture is just a ton of negativity I mean Dude, you are trying to go out of your way to to do something for somebody, and it doesn't matter if what you do. That person is just angry and bitter. You know what I mean? And it's all around. And I mean, I, I have noticed it tremendously, just in conversations with people. And you know, a lot of people are down and hurting. And I don't know if it's because of this COVID thing or if it's just like life in general. But like a lot of unhappy people 
I think... Just, Do you notice it too? Yes, I, I notice it to an extent, but I think the the difference is is that we're, we're more connected digitally. Yeah, but I, I don't even use my phone for... No, but you don't. But you don't have to. Like, and I, I, I also think there, there's a, there's a zeitgeist. There's a certain. Hold on, big word. What's a zeitgeist? It's like um, a general feeling, a spiritual. A, a spiritual feeling that encompasses all of the world. Okay. Right. So like. So this is a global feeling. A global feeling, a spiritual feeling. All right. So if, it? so like to me, like the the whole the whole re- like if you can make a connection to what other people are feeling and how they're interpreting the world, that speaks to a zeitgeist, which you know indicates that there's a deeper God level phenomenon going on in the world. Do you notice it or no? Yeah, of course I do. Do you think other people notice it? I, I know they do. I think it's 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 undeniable. And I don't know if it if it's our if if it's our ability as human beings to be able to tap into some sort of Jesus Christ superstar God type thing. It doesn't even have to be Jesus Christ anything, it just has to be willing to understand that as you're passing people or conversating with people that you're crossing with recognizing the bitterness that a lot of people are holding on to yeah but I think that's like in in my opinion like and I wasn't going to say like I was going to go on from Jesus Christ superstar I was going to say like sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no, no you're fine whether or not it's a Jesus Christ or a Muhammad or a, any kind of ideology or philosophy that people want to glom onto, right? What's a glom onto? Glom is like like to to become attached. I learned a lot of new words today. I appreciate this. <laughs> okay, so I'll, <laughs> I'll use I'll use glom in context to a Good Friday thing, like. When Jesus Christ first came about and he started prophesizing and, and preaching, mm-hmm. the apostles glommed onto him. They became attached to him. Yeah, they were followers. They were followers, right? They became disciples eventually. Disciples. Twelve of them. <laughs> yeah, twelve, right? Twelve months in the year. Mm-hmm. And then if you did twelve plus twelve, and then you add, I don't know, maybe three. We don't want to glom on to, you know, woo-woo shit. I'll define woo-woo, too. Woo-tang! No, not woo-tang. Woo-woo. Oh, oh, woo-woo? Yeah. Isn't that like when you go, like, little kids go to the bathroom in their diaper? Oh, woo-woo. Do you go woo-woo? Is it a a number one woo-woo or number two? Nobody says pee-pee or poo-poo. Pee-pee-poo-poo. No. God damn it. There is okay. There is a general feeling in the world today, to where 
things aren't as they should be, and they could be better, right? Yeah, I think we've talked about just like in general, like you always want to be better, right? You have feelings of not being content, but this world is definitely struggling right now. I know it's not just the United States of America, it's global. I don't think it's any different than it's ever been. No? No. But, maybe going back to what you said, we're connected. Right? Well, I believe, I believe everything's connected. No, I mean, like, we're socially, we're, uh, the, the phone, we're able to see You're able to see more, yeah. Immediate. Which is, which there's is... There's not a delay. Yeah, there's it's something... Everything is an instant, inst- instantaneous response. Yes, there's something new about the instantaneous connectivity that we are able to tap into to see like you get a notifica- notification on your phone it's like the other day when that motherfucker killed four people in orange right oh i, d- I actually just heard about this today oh i mean i mean I, jesus christ i was driving and i, and I hear the story about the mom holding a nine-year-old uh. son and it was like i'm crying in my fucking like it's like i but without the ability of connectivity I never would I could have gone my whole life without hearing that story I could have gone my whole life without you know imagining a mother holding her son and protecting him I know I heard that she was like in critical condition and still alive right and it's like and I know how do you how do you like so this the the news is not positive and everything, everything has this negative aspect because, like God, like God knows why, or Allah knows why, or Buddha knows why, or the, or woo woo, or woo woo knows why, <laughs> and nobody knows why, but we are being bombarded with the worst aspects of of life that have always been present. I'd like to call this useless information. We are being overwhelmed with useless information that is basically desensitizing us because, I mean, at some point you don't want to fucking hear anything anymore, right? You're like, okay, I've had enough, you know, whether it's politics, whether it's fucking mass shootings, whether it's fucking gun violence, whether it's, you know, parades and storming and taking over places and, and, you know, small groups doing this and it just keeps going on and on, right? We all know it's not stopping there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eventually you're just like, dude, I don't even want to hear anymore. Like, boop, turn it off. I know I was that guy. I did that months ago. But well, it's, it's smart. Like, like why, what is the point of, of connecting to this massive infrastructure of the world where all you do is get bombarded with negative stories? Well, I don't think anybody wants to be bombarded with negative stories, but the problem is, is that you kind of still have to stay in touch because... Eventually, I'm going to have to vote, right? I have to go out and I have to know what's happening out there so that I can make a vote. Although, right now, I'm really feeling that it doesn't matter if I vote one way or the other. They're going to change my vote to whatever they want it to be. I don't I don't know that they're going to change it, but I would say this. as like, I don't I don't know that it matters that if you vote. I don't know, dude. Whatever I saw for this election was crazy. And uh, I... Yeah. I don't even I don't even know how to go about it, you know? Like I could I could care less one way or the other. Like somebody loses an election that's fine, but if you're gonna bring in a boatload of votes and force people out and make it look suspicious, that's questionable. Well, it it was like the the Time magazine article. They I, 
I wish I had the exact date, but they they basically came out with a Time magazine came out with an article and was like, yeah, the electric the election was fortified. It wasn't it wasn't stolen. It wasn't messed with, but it was fortified. We had to make sure that it, it turned out a certain way. It's like, and and regardless of how the election turned out, like I like for one myself, I believe there was unlawful things, unconstitutional things that That's were. That's the issue. Yeah, but like, but you have you have to understand the 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 constitution and what America is, the United States of America as it was founded, is dead. It's gone. Why? Because it's the, it's no longer a federal system. The states no longer matter. It's about two parties. It's about a, a liberal party and a conservative party, right? And so it, it no longer matters whether or not the, the state of Wyoming or the state of California or the state of Florida or going down to a county level. Timbuk, fuck you, county in Texas. I heard of that place. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've been there. And, or, you know, what have you, shit, fuck county in Michigan. They're, they're all smaller pieces of an ever-growing national picture. So, but but you're saying that the states individually don't matter anymore? Yeah. I'm their saying... Voice, their voice doesn't matter. I'm saying that we are more and more becoming a united state. All 50 states are one. Yes. Not the United States. Interesting. That's a cool thought. No, it's a terrible fucking horrifying wait tyrannical terrible terrible thought no I I agree I'm just saying like cool in in the sense that I hadn't thought of that that way well I mean I I mean I could be wrong but I don't think I am which is typical for me (laughs) okay but Okay, look what the election came down to. The election came down to this Senate race in Georgia. Two Senate seats, right? With Ossoff and Warnock against uh, Leffler and the other fucking person. Whatever. Republicans against Democrats. The, The Senate race in Georgia was not about the people of Georgia. It was about the entire United States of America. And who controlled the Senate. So the people of Georgia were no longer voting for their own specific state and county and local needs. They were voting for the entire control of the United States Senate. Okay? And so that election was symbolic of where we're at as a political entity in our nation because Georgia no longer represented the state of Georgia they they represented whether or not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party would be in control of the Senate right Mm -hmm. which is not how the United States of the United States with the S the plural 50 states, 51 states, 13 states, 13 colonies, 
One state versus two states. States, the plural. I got you. Right? Mm-hmm. They no longer represented their individual state. They represented their individual party. So it wasn't the, the state of Georgia. It was Democrats versus Republicans. And who would be in control of the Senate? So the, the whole concept... But they were aware of it. Of course, yeah, they were aware of it. But they weren't... Um, so if, But they weren't making a difference to their state. They, they may have. I, like, I, I won't say that... Right, the, because the, you can't generalize everybody. You right. can't do that. The, in, the individual voters in that state may have been voting on whatever issue they wanted. But I, I don't think... That goes back to, you know, hey, if you're going to die on the cross for everybody, could you do it? Maybe they were looking at it that way, like, all right, well, I got to take this one for the team. It's against my my beliefs, but you know what? I'm gonna put this one in there because we already got this one over there. Right. So everything, but everything gets generalized and funneled into this this single viewpoint, to where the experiment, going back to a later an earlier episode, like this experiment known as the United States, and whether people whether individuals can govern themselves is over. It's fucking over. People can't govern themselves. You need you need bureaucracy. You need technocracy. You need corporations. You need an elite class of people to run the society. That's above Freemasons. No, it's 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 just a gen- Regard, whether it's Freemasons or Sadducees or Pharisees or Communists or Republicans or Democrats, it doesn't matter. There's going to be a hierarchy of people in every society that are going to run the shit. So the people that are in the society right now running it, is that the Soros? Is that the... No, it's, it's, no, it's, just, it's just what it is. It's just what it is. There, there was a time... There was a time of about 150 years where people could be free in America. And even then, they weren't fucking free. Okay, that was when it was first founded. Even then, they were still... You're, you're, they were still... still slaves. It, it's always been a pyramid, and it's always been a hierarchy of people in charge. And it's always s- going to be a pyramid. I mean, there's not going to be a place where everybody's yeah. equal. You've but, got to establish a, some sort of leader. Yes. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is there was a time where a system of government was set up to where a, a maximum amount of people were allowed to, to progress and be able to climb the social ladder. Most societies aren't built that way. Most societies aren't built to where if you're born poor, you can become rich. Right. Okay. If you're born, if you're born on a lower, you're born in the social class. You stay in that social class. Yes. Most societies are built that way. Through right? the ages. Through the ages. Throughout all like society, going back to Jesus' all of time, history. and even before, going back to caveman times, where people were, you know, mammals, just like we were talking about dogs, and and mammals and all these things, and like what what separates humans from the beasts. The thing that separates humans from the beasts is that we're able to generate a society that allows for cooperation and free will 
and and instincts to be denied. A person can have an instinct to, to do something bad and deny it. Right? Denied doing the act or denied that they did the act? Denied doing the act. Like, you, you can have an impulse to murder someone. If you were... And then you don't do it. And then you don't do it. You can have an... Imp- Is that still the same sin? I would say... I, I disagree with the whole... If you think it, then it's a, then it's just the same as doing it. It's like, fuck that. Then I might as well die. <laughs> I totally agree. Right? I totally agree. I think that's terrible. Like, Dude, that, I grew up with them saying at the church, if oh you th- boy, if you, if you, you, know, if you thoughts, think it... That's a sin. It's like... Well, fuck, man! I can't control my fucking thoughts, dude. Yeah, like, like, well, God made me this way. What? Am, how can I control what I'm thinking? Yeah. I hate that. I think I think that's terrible. I know. You know how many times I sat in my room going, "Oh, we're gonna do this." Yeah. In my head, I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, but okay. So the <laughs> we're cool. right, but an animal thinks I'm hungry. I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. It does it. A human can be like, "I'm hungry." I can kill that motherfucker, but I'm not going to, because that's wrong. It's destiny. It's not destiny. <laughs> Just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's, it's free will. I know it is free will. But I think that, I I think that whatever the United States was, going back to what we were talking about, whatever the United States was or was conceived to be. As a, as a localized system of government and a, a localized federal system of control is dead. It's fucking gone. It's no more localized. No. It's not. Everything's, everything's connected. The whole world's connected. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like... the Yeah, but you still have other countries that are reaching for global powers <laughs> yeah the, the supply and demand basic economics right? Right, right the thing that made that allowed for America the I'm, I'm, the United States of America the government uh-huh. the system of society to thrive was the, the the very limited amount of freedom and liberty that some people were able to access it gave a chance Right? It's not perfect because nothing's fucking perfect. Right? But as far as all the governments go, from the, in the totality of the history of the world, the United States of America got close enough to allow people from any background or any race or any color or any creed to have a chance. And that's the best we can ask for as people. Is to have a chance, and it's it should still be like that, right? But it's not. Right, borders are closed. <laughs> borders are open. I know. I'm just kidding. No, but you're it, still but, letting uh, you're still letting a bunch of people in. No, but 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 like even but control has is becoming more and more nationalized, right? Everything is being funneled to Washington D.C. They're gonna they're gonna pass this three trillion dollar or one point three trillion dollar infrastructure bill, right? Infrastructure. One point three trillion dollars. 
that is going to fundamentally change the way the United States work. The United States government is going to is going to control broadband, internet access. It's going to control electricity and electric cars. It's going to control you know, housing, right? Everything is being funneled into one centralized place, Washington D.C. So it's not going to be about Cheyenne, Wyoming, or or Lansing, Michigan, or Sacramento, California, or you know Timbuk, fuck you, Alabama. It was Texas, but yeah. Whatever, same. There's more than one of them. Timbuk, fuck you. He actually founded a lot of towns, right? <laughs> it's not about the fifty states anymore. It's about the federal government. And what is that? What what is socialism? Socialism. Is, is the national government controlling the means of production, controlling the means of economics in the same way that the fucking Nazis did. It's like... So socialism is... Socialism is the government presenting a false facade of capitalism. But they, instead of mom and pop running the shop, Washington, D.C. runs the shop. Or Sacramento runs the shop. Right, so instead of instead of Blue Cross or or Aetna or all these other individual healthcare institutions having you know providing insurance, there's one insurance company, and it runs through the government. Instead of California or Nevada or Montana or South Dakota or Indiana or Ohio issuing licenses the United States list issues licenses issues the permits it becomes nationalized there could be a problem it's a huge problem uh, that could be a problem it's a it's a huge problem each part of the country is different exactly population each is part different. of each person is different well for sure but I mean you're talking about a license that's going to be brought across the you know, country. But that, but that's, but that's the way it's going. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, y- you and I are vestiges or <laughs> representative of of an like we're the last of an ancient people who still believe that we should take care of our own shit. We should do what's best for us individually and our family, and we're responsible for our own actions. And the people around us, and we're gonna do unto others as they're gonna do unto us. And we're gonna be completely responsible for our own lives, and our own children, and our own neighbors, and our own local 10 square miles that we're actually have an influence in. That shit's going by the caveman, going by the dinosaurs, the dodo bird, the fucking Brea tar pits, stuck in the fucking tar, can't get out, dead, 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 shit. It's gone. And it may not be in our lifetime, but it's sure as shit gonna be in our kids' lifetimes. There's no way out of it. It's just the way of it is. And, and, and like the fact that it's Good Friday and the fact that 
Jesus Christ, whether or not you believe that he was the son of God or just a man and a great philosopher, regardless, the symbolism of that, like dying for not, not a nation, not the Israel people, not, you know, not a religion, not Christianity. He died for all people who want to seek their own individual path to God. It was individualism. And that's just dead. It's fucking gone. And the people who believe in it are dinosaurs. That would sound like a good Friday to me. Well, but... <laughs> I know, like, I... Take a break. Yep. Hey! I don't know. I just it's like you were saying when you when you look around and you, and you sense a negativity in society or in the world or in people's perspectives. I don't think that's any different than it's ever been. It's just we we the living have the ability to put ourselves across the world instantaneously and to see what other people are thinking on a massive scale instantaneously and that's a new phenomenon that's a new thing that's a, that's almost godlike powers right like back in the day before the internet and before electricity and before in indoor plumbing and before all these things the, the conception of being able to see what's going on in the world was ascribed to God. Right? Only God knew what was going on in China right now. Only God knew what was going on in the Suez Canal. Only God knew what was going on in, in London or Berlin or Mongolia or South Africa or Australia or Antarctica or in space or in Mars or in Uranus. <laughs> yeah, right? but is that free choice or is that going to be no, destiny? No, that, that's just that's just man mankind getting closer to the conception and the ability to perceive the world the way God perceives the world. Right? And the closer the closer humankind gets to conceiving of the world the way God perceives it, the closer we get to our own perception because in the same way to where Jesus had to die for our sins. It's like, imagine, imagine being God and, and being able to see the good things and, and the, the little child's laugh and the people making love and, 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 and the first kisses and the first dances and, and the people getting hole-in-ones and, and, and the people living their best lives and having their best moments and the most joy and, and wondrous things in the world. Imagine that. And that's God, right? And you can see all those things. But at the same time, you you have the murders of little kids. And you have the rapes of innocent people. And you have the deaths and the slavery and the, and the fucking weight of everything tragic in the world. And you and you have these this beauty and you have this tragedy 
and it, and it's all happening at the same time and you can see it all and you and if if you're god you can you can but see, it's always been like that it's always been like that but but now we we are getting to a point where we're, we're closer to being able to see the good and the bad and and have it be totally connected in this this uh, on this place called earth well we're able to see it real time because of the way technology is right yeah streaming everything live so everything's happening just as fast as you can see it so in a sense we're are we are we making ourselves godlike in a way we're, we're being able to see more and more we're being able to be connected I wonder if we're able to process that no way you can't process it, and th- and that's and that goes back to the whole thing of what you were saying, like about the people like walking around in their days, like what the fuck, you know, you just you see people with their eyes glazed over, and it's like what the fuck's going on? It's because we're we as human beings are not capable of taking in that much information and and, and processing it, and still being able to to make dinner. And do our jobs and, and kiss our wives or kiss our husbands and or, or love our children or or spend the time with our friends, you know, and, and give it to what we and want. Being present. To being present. Yeah, for sure, dude. Right? That's, that yeah, that's because that, that, that is a that is a godlike you know, like what yeah whether or not god is real or not but that that is a godlike conception that that mankind has been able to get close to being able to be tapped into the entire world and all these things going on it's it's too much it's fucking too much yeah i agree right and, and, and it's it's the sociopaths, it's the psychopaths of the world that think, like, I can manage this. It's like, no, you can't. Nobody can manage this whole shitstorm of life and society and, and think that they're going to make it happen, like, in a good way. Because if there's one thing that's been borne out by history is, like, every society fucks up everybody fucks up and there's no way to make it a perfect world that's no. that's why like the the only question there is is like if there's a god then then you know maybe we have the ability to 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 conceive of god and get close to it if there's not a god then maybe human beings invent a god in order to justify the fucked up things that they do. I always thought that, that like, at first, you know, the rules and the morals that are set before in the in the scriptures of the Bible was, like, it was a way to control everybody and kind of give, like, a basic world foundation of conduct, you know? Because they all tend to have something similar, you know, treating others and yeah, and, and with respect, you know. I mean, it's just crazy to me to think about like not having that, but I grew up in it. You know what I mean? I was raised yeah. in the in the church.
that's like the number one thing. But I, uh, I, I could totally see how this is. It's numbing, you know. It's way too much, and and I, I agree to the sense that we are no longer living in a present time. Like you're not looking at everybody so overwhelmed and consumed with whether whether it's a phone or you know just all the stuff going on in the world it's like you can't even process it dude you're just walking through like glazed and dazed yeah. you know yeah well and that's i think like in in every society there's there's conservatives and there's liberals and and conservatives want to look into the past and be like whoa we're like let's try and like my father did it this way my grandfather did it this way his father and his father and his mother and his mother and their father going back for thousands of generations they did it this way so what's wrong with that and there's always there's always progressives there's always liberals and I was like no let's we're gonna try something new we're gonna do it this way we're we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna institute this, right? And so you think that one is right or wrong. No, I think you need both. Yeah, absolutely. You need both, and so you you need people looking forward into the future. It's like creative people, artistic people. It was like, uh, I think the way you guys have been doing it is really fucked up, man. Like <laughs> you know, like like you guys have really fucked this thing up. <laughs> Let's do it this way. So we're going to take it in this direction, right? And the conservatives are like, whoa, 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 hold on. Like, let's let's not change things up. We, we got to do things the way our parents did, the way Jesus did. We're gone to, you know, like yeah. all these things, right? And it's like the, the perfect society finds that balance between the people who look forward and the people who look backward. But in order to get there, you have to listen. Yes, you have to listen. You have to create a society that would emphasize, one, free speech. True free speech. True free speech. No censorship. Right? As soon as you institute censorship and you give the government control the ability to censor people or you give corporations with massive power... It goes to one person. Exactly. It'll swing. If it swings to the left... Then it becomes all about this progressive woo-woo bullshit. If it goes to the right, it becomes this fascist bullshit. And and both ways are fucking terrible. And that's what the United States of America figured out. They're like, hey, the government will make no law that will infringe upon free speech. Because the left... Well, that's what it used to stand for. Well, no, the government hasn't made a law. They've found a way around it. Now... Because people are fucking smart, dude, and they study their history in the same way I do, and they study their philosophy. The the government. How'd they make their way around it then? Because if if Twitter, like, okay, say Twitter um, bans the president of the United States, right? Mm -hmm. Is that an infringement on free speech? I would say yes. In a corporate sense, yes. But in a government sense, the First Amendment does not say that corporations can't you know like no shoes no shirt no service right 
a corporation has the ability to pick and choose their customers. The government, the United States of America, the Congress, shall make no law that infringes upon free speech. But a corporation can make a corporation. any law they want. So can a mom and pop shop, as long as it doesn't infringe upon the laws and statutes of the government. And if so, it, that's the loophole. That's the loophole, right? So in, in the same way where China, China right now, like everyone like wants to talk shit on socialism and, and communism, like it's never worked. Socialism never works. Marxism never works. It's like, fuck you, look at China. They're fucking socialists. They're communists. They're fucking Maoists. And what are they doing? They're working. They're giving the power of the centralized... CCP, the Communist Central Party, to govern the entire society and make the decisions. You like that? No, I fucking hate it. As an individualist, as someone who believes in the human soul, as someone who believes in Jesus Christ. Someone who believes in free will. Free will. You're goddamn right. And so, you know, so the, like, there, there's this, like, very base level discussion going on about what communism mean communism means mm-hmm. about what freedom means about what des- what a nazi is yeah what a nazi is what destiny is what race is what sex is what gender is it's like it's all it's all fucking part of a of a much larger thing to keep people locked on their phones locked into this this grand struggle and not realize that God and individual free will is bigger than any of it. Well, I think part of it too, right? Like when you're when you're locked in your phone or your computer trying to find this stuff, your head's down. You're not looking forward. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're not looking out on the horizon. You're, you're looking short-sighted views versus broad spectrum. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. I, I think, but I think it's, you know, at the same time, I think the 99% of human history has just been trying to fill your belly, trying to find the next meal, trying to procreate. Just fillers. Yeah. Which is. Not make you starve. Animal. Doesn't an- have any substance. Animal, animal level shit. Just trying to trying to find shelter, trying to stay warm, trying to stay cold, trying to avoid predators, trying to avoid other humans. Where's my meal coming from? Like we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years of human history to where human beings were able to build a society where we were we were able to have cities and have governments and have a conception of God. Now, I'm not like a history buff, but I know the Mesopotamians were probably the most civilized, you know, people that way before their time. Or, yeah, or the Phoenicians, yeah. Right? I mean, they had sewer, water, government... Yeah. Everything was Egyptians, yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing. So they, so they did it way back then. That was 
you know what that was BC yeah two like two like from what we know 2,000 2,500 years BC which is only 5,000 years ago 500,000 no (laughs) 5,000 I know just but Go he, back to my 200,000 remark in the beginning. But yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago, though. Very long. Right? So it the concept isn't new. No. The concept's been here. Yeah. It died for a minute, but there's part of it that lived on. Wait, right? what concept? The concept of you know, having an established uh, order, order, society. I would. That's what I was. The word I was looking for. Society. Yeah. I mean, it, system. But, but that sophisticated system died off, and then it came back. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know that it died off. I think it evolved. It evolved, but I mean, if you look around, it, it was living really only there. In Mesopotamia? Yes. For, well, from recorded... Okay, so the first ever written text that people are aware of is the Code of Hammurabi, which was in, like... Is that Japanese? No. It was in, um, like, the Middle East, which Hammurabi? is... Hammurabi? Yeah, Code of Hammurabi. And it was a, basically a law code. And it was, it was like on these... Do you remember what was on it? Yeah, it was like these clay tablets. And they like... Stamped it. They stamped it with like these weird things like cuneiform. Like right. Just basic, like super simple symbols. And like somehow some fucking archaeologist, like Indiana Jones type motherfucker was able to like interpret it. And like they figured out it was a law code. And it was basically like this like eye for an eye type shit. Like if you still... We're cutting your hand off. Like, it was, like, super savage, like, law shit. Like, but that is the first known law code. And, I mean. History. Yeah. Recorded history. Historical, written down thing. Because how long ago was that? Shit, put me on the spot. I'm going to say it was, um, 20... 2979 the first one. Yeah, written. Right. Written records, right? right? It's like human beings, like, okay, well, Homo sapiens have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. That's why even, like, Neanderthals are, like, an offshoot, a uh, an evolutionary offshoot of what would be known as Homo sapiens. Like, there was this fucking, like, wild card, like, a genetic fucking defect, like a... a a jerk off thing that just happened. That's why everyone makes fun of Neanderthals. Right? But Homo sapiens are hundreds of thousands of years old. That's why when you look at the the, the known cave writings that are in, in France, 
or in the, you know caves of what we can like carbon date they look at this like oh my god this is like 100,000 fucking years ago right so human beings are fucking very very old species and it took it took so long for them to get out of the caves and be able to come together and and fight against saber-toothed tigers woolly mammoths and the cold and fucking ice ages and be able to build pyramids and write the codes of Hammurabi's and, and to conceive of God and to make plows and to plow fields to where they can have agriculture. So it was like, wait a minute, we don't have to go out there and fucking pick berries and acorns and 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 hunt for shit? You mean we can just like post up in one place and plant food by taking this seed and putting it on the ground and getting water whenever the sunlight hit it and build whole civilizations off of this? That took hundreds of thousands of years. And it took tens of thousands of years for that people to make cities and people to make pyramids and people to, <laughs> people to write down laws and be able to make art and make clay pots. It's like, if I, you mean if I make this pot and I can like go into the river and bring this fresh water back to my fucking cave, I don't have to do this every day? That's fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's like, and, and that's like, how the first king was found. Exactly. <laughs> Moses. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, very part of the Red Sea. It was really just a high tide and low tide, but whatever. That was a goddamn God-given miracle. Struck the shaft. Right? But it takes but it takes hundreds of thousands of years to build things. It takes a long time to build things. And it only takes moments to destroy it. Right? I feel like we're living in that moment with our country. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. We want to destroy it. Not all of us. Well, not all of us, but it doesn't matter. Like, you and I were... And I really don't think any of us have the intentions of destroying it. No, I, I think, think there's people that want to destroy it. I, I try to find the better of everyone, right? Like, I don't think that they want to destroy it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, they look at themselves like the artists that are trying to recreate it. No, they don't want to recreate it. Okay, I would, like... I dated this girl that was part of uh, Black Lives Matter. White girl. And one night we were hanging out and she said, you know, we were talking about America and the United States. She's like, somehow it came up and she's like, I want to fucking burn the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And I was like, taken aback. We're like, we're, we're like both naked. Right? We had just made dinner and we're hanging out we're naked <laughs> no I was still I was still but um and I asked her I was like well what are you gonna replace it with and she was like I don't care great question I don't care I don't care I just want to burn it I was like and I got up and I walked around but ass naked you know as the day I was born I'm like so you're willing to destroy the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and everything because 
you feel like there's this injustice. She's like, you're goddamn right. I want to fucking burn it down. Fuck it. Fuck them all. And when I asked her, what do you want to replace it with? She said, I don't give a shit. I think there there is a very real and very present cultural, sociological, political, and cultural element within society that doesn't give a fuck. They just want to burn it down. And they don't give a fuck what replaces it. Would, would you characterize that as ignorant? I would characterize that as savage. Yeah, I think that's too much credit. <laughs> I mean... No, but, but... But but look at... I mean, you're, you're willing to destroy something, right? Like, I want to just wipe it off, or I, I, I want to just burn it. Okay, you burn it. But there's still another copy, right? So if her idea is to burn it like it never existed, but yet don't have anything to replace it, you're left with nothing so so where's the direction at that point right but she has no direction but who is she going to look to somebody else or is she going to come up with her own ideas obviously she's not coming up with her own ideas because she doesn't care eh? but right? I think but I'd rather I'd rather have nothing than than think about it yeah right I mean, so, so you're not really trying to solve any problems no, You're just I, trying I to agree. make that, a problem that, go away. That's why I was so offended. I was just like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I, I, yeah, I just think that there's a problem with that mentality. It's a, but it's pervasive. I think that that I don't know what that means. Pervasive meaning it's, it's all encompassing. It's 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 a feeling, a zeitgeist. Going back to what we talked about, a already forgot what that was. <laughs> it's a zeitgeist of a feeling. That it's like people are just like, oh fuck it, man, let it burn. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense, and I maybe that's maybe that's a a big bigger part of our problem right now. You know, like the lack of caring. I think that goes back to episode one, dude, where we're just talking about like, you know, we just need to like start really looking out after each other, like. Well, we do. I know, but you got to be willing to listen, and you have to be willing to. Yeah, but you can't to grow. But you can't make people listen. No, you can't. But but I'm just, I'm not saying that I'm making them. I'm I'm just I'm really pleading and begging that we can sit down and have conversation and I... understand the differences so that we can come up with a solution because it's not one way, my way or no way. It's not your way or no way. Eventually, we have to get along. One way or the other, but the, 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 the totality of human history tells us that that doesn't work. That, well, it tells us that only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. And that, and that's where we're coming. Like we, we had a chance in America. We had a chance. We had, we had this experiment, this grand experiment where people could govern themselves and for better or worse, it's fucked. It's not going to work anymore. And now we're going to go to a centralized government of the United States of America becoming a single state. And I think... You think it'll really go there? Yeah, oh, I guarantee it. I think the next 10 years... The, the next, next 10 years? The, in the next 10 years, 
this will be the most destructive and terrible 10 years in the history of mankind. And I think you're going to see atrocities and tragedies like you've never seen. Biblical? Biblical. On a scale that you have never fucking seen before. That the world has never fucking seen. And we are on a path (laughs) of, of destruction. And I, for one, am willing just to, you know, go golfing and feel good about it. <laughs> well, I, 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 for one, am just enjoying, you know, during the COVID, I enjoyed a lot of time with my family and just kind of sent me back and just for that reason. To t- But to take it back to Jesus, like the Sermon on the Mount, like consider the lilies in the field and every day. Every day is a miracle, and everything around you is is a gift, right? And that that God is all around you. It's like that. That's why I'll never understand why people like talk shit on God or or whatever. I was like, I I see God everywhere, but there, but but God is becoming less and less, and in society. And, and the meaning of Easter and the meaning of Good Friday is becoming less and less way less an important day in in the general culture right to where like if you talk to someone like hey Good Friday is like well the vote like we believe in God you fucking weirdo I, I got a rally to go to you know I'm gonna go do whatever but that, but that, but the the conception of God and the realization of God took hundreds of thousands of years, and when it, and within two thousand years, humanity has been able to be like, nope, we're out. We don't believe in God. We believe in us, and we're gonna do this, and we and we're coming full circle. Like we hit a peak, and we're going back to a time where it's like. Well, if you have black skin, then you're this. If you have white skin, then you're this. If you're a woman, then you're this. If you're a man, then you're this. And anybody can be whatever. They, and it's like, it, it hit this wall. Of, of <laughs> It hit a wall and it came back on itself. It's like... Full tennis ball. Full tennis ball. Full bounce. Full reverb. You know, like, and maybe that's... And, but that's what the Bible says. That's, that's like revelations. It's like in the end times. It's it's going to come to one world government. It's like, I can't help but see it. I was like, yeah, I can see that. I can see it going one world government. You, you look at the, the fucking the infrastructure package. I believe we talked about this earlier. The infrastructure package that is going to be passed with a 50-50 split, right? With the vice president casting the deciding vote that is totally going to fundamentally change the structure of American society. And we're going to we're going to try and out China China because China is able China China is China a, China China <laughs> China virus <laughs> Wuhan China figured it out. They're gonna beat us. 
They're going to beat us. They're going to beat the United States of America 100% because they're fucking savages and they don't give a shit. Now, I would give the Chinese the credit of the word savage. Yeah, they're savages. The Although world... the Mongolians were way more savage. Mm, I don't know, but they didn't have the technology. No, but they were fucking savages. Yeah. The Mongolians were savages. Why do you think they built that wall? Because the Mongolians were coming over there with fucking big swords. <laughs> yeah. Chopping I mean, them in fucking I mean, half. Imagine, imagine like, like our soft-ass people here being like, China's, China, them, China, China's trying to build a great wall. It's like, well, I don't know. We should let the Mongolians in. <laughs> <laughs> we should let, oh, they have little children. And then the Mongolians are like, you fucking idiots. I was like, okay, we're going to send our children. And then, <laughs> Yeah. No, China. China's already won. No, they haven't. Yeah, they have. It's over. Russell. It's fucking over. Russell. I'm sorry. It's not. The fight's still going, but we're ending up weaker than we should be. No. It's over. <laughs> I take no joy in saying that. I take no fucking pleasure in saying it, but the writing's on the wall. It, it, we're we're a soft. Dude. We're a soft people, dude. We are soft ass people. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. We 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 we've gone. We we've become so divided and so bifurcated that we're gonna we're gonna sit here playing our silly little games with our silly little Instagram stories and our TikTok things and all and all these like media things. Meanwhile. Fucking over. The United States, the Republic, the Western Society, the, the experiment, the ex- ended. the experiment of the United States is fucking over. I think it's a little pessimistic, but I could see some validity in your thoughts and your statement. It's been it's a tough argument to go against. I mean, it's prophecy. Besides that, God. It's not in the Bible. Oh, Revelations is not in the Bible. Revelations is, but the United States is over. Is not. One world government, mark of the beast. Apocalypse is not in the Bible. I think that that is a little presumptuous. Is much as I get this whole COVID thing has. No, regardless of COVID. Well, I mean, okay, where's the mark coming from? From one world government. <clears throat> we'll have to see yeah we'll, we'll see no I'm saying it's a ways off it may not be our generation but you can you can see it well, coming you know growing up they always said it was this was you know the no I'm not I'm not saying it's the end of the world I never said it was the end of the world but it was that the revelations were coming and it's the and end I, I just grew up and yes maybe I'm a little desensitized by it but it's we don't know the day or time no. And there's no need to prophesy something that's already been prophesied. I I agree with that. I'm not I'm not I'm just saying it's fucking over. The the idea of individuality and God 
it's over. Doesn't mean it's not real. I still believe in individual freedom. I believe in individual sovereignty. I believe that the locus of importance and significance in the world is located within an individual soul. But I'm a, I'm a caveman in that sense. And you're a caveman. And I'm ready to show everybody in that cave all the cool shit that's outside the cave. Yeah. But nobody wants... Everybody wants the cave. They're gonna think fucking weirdos. Like, Blue God, oh, you're so... It's like, okay. Have a kid. Talk to me about it. Go watch a baby be born. Tell me there's not some fucking magic in the world. That doesn't come from some divine interpretation and explanation of the world that this helpless little thing is gonna be able, you know, to write literature or make art or do things that will change the world. In the same way to where going back to Good Friday. It's like, if I, if I could save the world, if I could save the fucking world and go on a cross, I'd be like, I would do it 100%. God, Jesus did it, did us no good. No, but it did. Saved us spiritually. But it did. because but physically we're, it didn't. No, because we're here. It took us out. It took us out of a savage fucking state. It took us out of a savage state of humanity that didn't understand the sanctity of individual lives. And did the church get it right? Did the Catholic church or the the Christian church get it right? No. But did it change the world? Yes. And did it allow for us to be here to be able to make a podcast? Yes. And without that, without that sacrifice, Without even if it was symbolic, would we be here? I, I say no. It's it's revel it's it's a revelation of of God. It is it's revelation. It is. It's just not in the sense that I'm interpreting it because I'm looking at Revelation as what the Bible says and but that's what it is it is that but that that's the whole debate of philosophy and and science and religion is because either either God gave man the ability to discover things mm-hmm. or mankind had the ability to invent and discover God man can't invent God discover no. him yes but no but man can invent God that that's the whole that's the whole like Nietzsche like philosophers fucking like argument Is man that... can invent God yeah man can invent God's no, they can invent God. They can invent the idea of God. Oh, okay. Right? 
the idea like the ideas are more real than the things themselves right okay I see where you're going with that you know what I mean yeah like like the bible yeah this is a old story just a bunch of stories that people wrote like bunch bunch of guys wrote it down right it's like well for one if these motherfuckers wrote this story and it's lasted for 2,000 years like well they were onto something and maybe we should listen right it's like it's not King Kong versus fucking Godzilla it's like where's that gonna be in 10 years nowhere or is it gonna be in 100 years even less right for people to be able to write a story for one even if God doesn't exist if people are able to write stories that that have the lasting impact that lasts for hundreds and thousands of years, it's like, maybe we should listen to it. Maybe they're trying to tell us something about the nature of humanity, about the nature of the universe and the nature of, of everything that happens. It is fascinating. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not the fucking run of the mill. It's not the Godfather. It's not Kill Bill. It's not fucking, you know, Debbie Does Dallas. It's, it's something that has lasted for thousands of fucking years. And that, like, and for people to, to shit on it, be like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, you know more than, okay, let's hear, let's hear your interpretation. So, well, to me, it's just fascinating, like, that it's been around the Adam and Eve part, you know, especially like when you look into what they're saying about like the Neanderthals and how we've like evolved from whatever. I mean, Adam and Eve didn't evolve from some weird thing that we know of. Okay. They were, they were Adam and Eve. Yeah. But imagine, okay, imagine. But so, you, you only had a mom and dad that created everybody. Okay, but, okay. Imagine that God talks to you, right? And he gives you, and, he, and you just get a complete revelation, right? And then you're, like, you're living right now. It's like, how do you relate a revelation from God to people? And you just be like, no, God told me, like, this, like, this shit's going down. You, you can't do it. You have to make it, you have to make a story in a way that can be relatable to right. from the most brilliant person to the stupidest person right you ha you have to make a story that is powerful enough to get the the root to get the far left and the far right to be able to yes, see it all you you have to be able to relate it to everyone and you can't just be like like if the bible was like if it was like three sentences, God exists, you're all good, don't fuck up. Like, who would listen to that and be like, yeah, okay, this guy's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> right? You have, you have to make these stories and you can't make it literal. You have to make it relatable and it has to have the power and the truth of the human condition. Because everyone thinks they're Adam. Every man thinks they're Adam. And every woman thinks they're Eve. And everyone thinks they've invented love. 
and everyone thinks they've invented hate, and everyone thinks they've invented murder, and, and, and lust, and sin, and every time a human is born, that story is reborn. It's a regeneration of, of the entire story of what it is to be a human being. Now, do you think it's fair since, I mean, it's been around forever? Maybe we should alter it a little bit because I don't think that it's it's working with our current narrative. No, I don't think you should alter it at all. I think that's horseshit. I think if you have to alter it, then it's not universal and it's not of God. I don't. I think it's fucking perfect. I think the whole the whole totality of pro prophecy and story. And, and the actual narrative of the process of what it is of alpha and omega is fucking genius and I, and I don't think like if, if humans came up with that like God love them then or Neanderthals love them or poop shit love them or whatever you want to call it I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't I don't see how there can be this connection. And I don't see like how <laughs> Do you don't believe in the Neanderthals? No. Of course well of course I believe in Neanderthals and I believe in dinosaurs and I believe in I believe in the solar system. And I believe in but I'm saying is like you can't take the Bible literally. It's like people like talk shit on the Bible, like, "Oh, you're telling me that there was a Garden of Eden." Well, it's taught literally, though. Of course, but it's always so is communism, so is America, so is BLM, so you know, so is famine. Everything is taught literally, and anyone with a fucking brain can like pick apart the literalness, right? But you have to make it relatable to people. Who don't have the ability to fucking to to conceive of that uh, uh, of the unliteralness of it? You have to make it relatable. It's like, or else we we wouldn't have stories, we wouldn't have literature, we wouldn't have art. All we would have is just like this, you know, we're a bunch of cells that came together in the atoms, and here we are on this fucking rock, floating around. It's like, where's the meaning in that? There is no fucking meaning. You have to make the story relatable. How do you tell your fucking three-year-old or six-year-old or seven-year-old or 12-year-old or 40-year-old or 90-year-old person about the fucking Bible and about God and about finding salvation and about sin and about justice? How do you, how do you relate that? You relate that with stories. You relate that with metaphor. You relate that with with the ability to make it knowable on the most simplistic level. And the most simplest things in the world are sometimes the most profound. And I don't see it. And I don't see... Uh, uh, 
a system where the Bible is not real to where Good Friday and sacrifice, and even if it is a story, then it shouldn't be rewritten. No, no, I get it. Sh- it shouldn't be rewritten because it it connects us to the past and it connects us to the building blocks of where we are now. And if we want, and that's why that that's what makes the Bible even more mysterious. It's like revelations. It's like okay, fine, let's burn it down. Fuck the Bible. Fuck Jesus. Fuck God. Fuck everything. We're going to do it ourselves because we know better. Because we have science. And we have government. And we have Joe Biden, goddammit. And we have China. And we have the WHO. And we're going to do all these things because we know better. We know better than hundreds of thousands of fucking years of intelligence and, and lessons and parables. And we're just going to we're just gonna figure it out. It's like, okay, go ahead, figure it the fuck out with no morals and no truth and no justice, and let's see where our whole racial and social and gender justice gets us. Let's see where it goes. Because well, the cool thing is that we're gonna be see it, be able to see it on real time. Yeah. Because we're living in the now, and everything's right in front of us. So everything's happened live time, baby. Whether yeah. it's overseas or in front of your face. Yeah. Now we're all connected. Right. Which is like basically revelation. Dream come true. I, for one, am excited. <laughs> These are exciting times we're living. <laughs> <laughs> They're super exciting. I know. Because it's like... Girl, what's going to happen? Hold on, I'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let me open my phone. Yeah. I'm good. Well... I think that was an interesting discussion. Yeah. Maybe. It was a good Friday. Turned out to be not so bad. Isn't it weird how good Friday, like, is not always on the same Friday? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know what Good Friday always has going for it? What? It's usually on a Friday. (laughs) Okay, but do you know how Abraham Lincoln was... Abraham Lincoln was assassinated on the Good Friday. But it was April the 15th. And today is April the 2nd? Yeah, why is that? Because it's it's a, a celestial calendar. It's a Jewish calendar. I believe. I might have just made that up. <laughs> I may or may not have made that up. Tends to go with the lunar no, cycle the- when it's half a moon. Yeah, but the whole the whole calendar. But it has to be a waning crescent because if it was waxing, then no, it'd be rising. The whole calendar is fucked up, anyways, because it is just invented in like the the whole months, and days of the year. Like, it was all fucking made up. Celestial shit. The Aztecs and the Mayans had better calendars than the fucking Europeans did at the time. That than the Mesopotamians. Yeah. The, you sound like you're such a Mesopotamian. I know. I think you're Mesopotamian up. That was dumb. Mesopotamian? <laughs> <laughs> I won't mess with your potamium. Plutonium. Back to the future. Plutonium? I know. I think about that. I think about a uh, rating and it's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Mm hmm. It's a story. 
All right, well, sir. All right. Cheers to Good Friday. Hey. Be good friends. Be well. Treat others with respect and respect yourself. Because you're not going to go anywhere if you don't take care of you. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Can you can you do the six o'clock? <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Leonard Bernstein. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Russell and Steven. If this is something that you're interested in, check us out every week. We're gonna be coming up with new ones just talking about life. Really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to hearing from your feedback. Check us out on our feed, The Old Tactician, for now. And um, as everything gets updated, we'll figure it out. Once again, thanks again. You guys have a great week. The music and uh, production is provided by Steven Spagnoli, and uh, he'll figure it out as we go along. Thanks a lot. <laughs>